welcome to the Healing Business Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Boulay, and this is a podcast for the healers, the teachers, the coaches, the spiritual entrepreneurs. It's my intention to help you elevate your message and how you serve and create impact in this world. We'll be talking about the practical, the energetic, the mindset, the spiritual, and the real, raw, authentic truth of the challenges you might come up against. I truly want to help you rise up, shine, and claim the business and life that you actually desire and deserve. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello gorgeous people and welcome to the first episode of the Healing Business Podcast. If you're new to me and new to my world, welcome. Lovely to have you here. I am Holly. I am an Ayurvedic teacher, a Reiki master and a business mentor for the healers, coaches, spiritual entrepreneurs of this world. And the reason... I decided to go into that avenue. The reason that that seemed really important to me was not only did I struggle along on my own journey and I had my own coaches and mentors that supported me, but I genuinely believe that when we're in this healing coaching space, we can have our own set of unique challenges many of which tend to be mindset. And in this podcast, I hope to bring to you, yes, the practical, yes, the strategy, but also some food for thought around your current belief systems, whether they're helping or hindering you, the ways that we can work with our own self-confidence, our own self-belief, challenge those parts of us that tell us it's bad or wrong to desire more or it's not spiritual to want to be in a place of abundance in our business. I know that for me that has been a huge part of my journey. It's been less about having the right model to follow. I think if we look inside we've always got the right answers and yes we need the help and support around knowing which pieces work in a business and which strategies are really helpful to use. But really it's about that inner piece, right? That that piece of permission, that piece of confidence, that piece of self-belief that will allow us to make this a reality. So it's going to be a real mix, this podcast, a mix of the mindset, the energetic, but also the real strategic, practical side to help you have the answers that you need to not only have the healing business that makes a beautiful impact in the world, but you also receive abundantly for it. The truth is, for a long time, I wore this kind of martyr badge in my business and it was holding me back. This badge of, I'm not in it for the money. I just want to help people. I'll, you know, I'm happy to give away my services at really low cost and, and, you know, not really receive much back for it. 
And it took me a long time to realise that actually that was just draining my cup. It was holding me back. And because of that, I wasn't showing up as fully as I could for my clients because I was operating at this place of my needs weren't met. And the irony being that, you know, I'm constantly supporting clients and especially my health clients around you know, you've got to look after your needs first. You can't pour from an empty cup. Yet in it, when it comes to business, we tend to forget that, right? And we tend to think we just need to struggle on as this martyr that's not in it for the money. I'm not saying you are in it for the money. I'm not saying we should be in it just for the money. But we need to be realistic around the fact that actually without the appropriate resource in our life and our business, we're not going to have the beautiful impact we desire. So with that in mind, I wanted to dive straight in today um, and talk to you about a topic that was coming up a lot in my Coaches Viveda group yesterday. So if you don't know, I have a program where I train women in the beautiful healing art of Ayurveda and the beautiful ancient wisdom of Ayurveda and support them to not only have that wisdom and how to support clients but to know how to run a business off the back of it because it's the piece that is actually so often overlooked. I know that I had this real belief early on in my journey that when I got that meditation teacher qualification and then when I got that Reiki uh, master qualification and then when I got my Ayurvedic coaching qualification and counselling qualification and you name it, I had qualifications coming out my ears but after the next one or the next one after the next one I will feel ready. I will feel qualified. I will feel adequate to show up and really share my services with the world. The truth is we never feel ready, right? We always have this feeling of what me, what I get to go out and help people. And, you know, initially that may start with kind of avoiding getting started at all. But then later on in our business, it tends to get sneakier and just say to us, well, just play small, you know, just work work with like one-to-one clients and just work with a few clients and, or it will sabotage us from taking the action we know we need to take in order to bring more clients in or stop us from creating that training course that we know we want to do or running that retreat that we've been desiring to do in our heart. Or we'll do those things, we'll do the real practical things of making the course and booking the retreat, but then we shy away from the marketing and sales. So actually it doesn't end up being successful and we prove ourselves right that we weren't ready and we weren't qualified and no one wants to work with us anyway. The truth is it's all us, right? It's all about how we show up, how we how seriously we take our business um and I feel like I completely went off on a tangent there because what it was that 
brought me onto this subject of imposter syndrome was this was what was coming up for my coaches of Ayurveda yesterday. They were talking to me about this feeling of, you know, I don't have the self-confidence, I don't have the self-belief and I, I don't feel ready and, you know, who am I to do this? And so we had a really long conversation around how that shows up for us, what that might look like, but also what we can do about it. And first and foremost, I think it's really important that we kind of reframe this. And if you can hear huffing, puffing, snoring in the background, just to point out that's not me. I've got my pup with me today. Luna is sat in the corner. She's being my business bestie, um, keeping me company while I'm talking to you today. So back on track, this idea of imposter syndrome, one of the things we we have to realise, accept, acknowledge is that there will never be a time where you feel 100% ready, where you feel 100% confident, when you don't have those little doubts inside of you, when you don't have that little voice that's going, who do you think you are to do this? I know it's not nice to think about, but those things are always going to be there. Sometimes that voice is really loud. Sometimes that voice is just a little snigger in the background when you're trying to do the next level thing that feels a little bit scary or a little bit outside of your comfort zone. So I think we need to reframe this idea that one day we will feel confident, one day we will feel ready, one day we will feel like we're worthy of doing this. The truth is, this is a constant choice every single day of saying, yes, I've got that part of me that wonders whether I'm ready, that wonders whether I'm qualified enough, that wonders whether I'm confident enough, that wonders whether anyone wants to listen to me or wonders if I've got any value to give or whether I can help anyone. And we take the action anyway. What I found in my journey is it wasn't through the qualifications or those pieces of validation from a teacher or mentor that made a difference to my confidence or quieting down that voice. It was through the times that I took the action in my business. And that meant really facing off with my fear. It meant really looking it straight in the eye and saying, look, I know you're there. I know you're trying to keep me safe. I know you're my little ego. It just wants to keep me in my comfort zone. But I'm going to move beyond you. And I would just take a breath and take the action. Take a breath, take the action. Take a breath, take the action. Until this fear part of me just... It just became a normal part of the process. I almost felt a little bit 
strange if there wasn't a level of fear there. And, you know, I shared with my coaches yesterday that if I'm in my business and if there's a prolonged period of time where I'm not feeling fear, then I will actively seek to find the next thing I need to do that feels that bit scary. Because the truth is, if we're not feeling that fear, if we're not feeling a little bit of self-doubt, if we're not questioning whether we can do this, then we're not really growing. We're staying in that little comfort zone, that blanket that may feel really safe and cozy but actually it's more of a burden it's more like a a straight jacket than a comfy cozy blanket although it feels like it it's your ego self just trying to keep you playing small so and you know I shared the story with my coaches yesterday that every step of the way I have felt fear. So the first time I created, you know, if I go right back to the beginning, when I created like my first Facebook page for my business and then shared that, that felt terrifying. When I started to go live on social media and put myself out there and talk and share knowledge and wisdom with people and feel vulnerable and seen. I was terrified. I had all the stories around not being good at public speaking and what did I have to say and who was going to listen to me anyway and why don't I just stick to the corporate job? (laughs) When I first created my website, when I first had my like my first client oh my god I can just remember being so nervous and I had to just keep saying to myself just be present be present for the client just be present and we get past it right the next time we have a client the next time we have a client we're not thinking about the voice and it's the same thing with our business and then our actions get bigger and bigger and bigger until you are bringing in the income you deserve and you are seeing the amount of clients you deserve and it becomes fun and exciting and thinking about the next thing you can share and the next program you want to run and the next retreat and where that's going to be and who you want to be there and what it's going to include and when we can move past this ego self this is when the fun begins. Now the mistake we can make is feeling like we've got to fix our self-confidence first. We've got to fix our self-worth. We've got to heal that inner child. We've got to heal that wound. And believe me, you know, I'm first and foremost a healing coach and I believe in the power of healing those inner wounds and looking at those stories that we have going on within us. But anyone that's in the healing sphere will know that healing is a lifelong process. This is not something that happens overnight. So I believe we've got this choice as to, you know, if we know that our healing is a lifelong process, 
Are we really going to wait before we take the action that we need to? We could be in our 80s, 90s, uh, hundreds before we even start seeing those those results that we want when it comes to our own inner confidence. So today I wanted to invite you, if you are feeling like your self-confidence is getting in the way, that you've got that voice inside of you that's saying, you're not ready, don't take that leap, don't put yourself out there, don't be visible, play small, just take it slow, um, or it gets sneakier, right? So it will say things like, well, you haven't really got the time or the energy or the money to devote to this right now. Or, you know, now's not a good time. You've got a lot going on in your life. Or, um, and, and I just know my own inner voice, she gets sneakier. The more I face off with her, the sneakier she becomes. So often it will come back to time, money, energy, she'll find an excuse to try and throw at me as to why I shouldn't take that next step in my business that I know is going to allow me to grow. So today, an opportunity to kind of check in with that voice of yours. Notice how she's showing up. Notice how it's getting in the way of you taking the action you need to take. And ask yourself, what's one thing, just one thing I can do today to either start the business I've been desiring to to do, to grow my existing business, to be more seen, to put myself out there, to get the results that I've really been putting off seeing. <sighs> so. Hopefully that will be a refreshing insight into knowing that this imposter syndrome isn't something you've got to fix. It's not something you need to heal. It's not something that goes away. She'll always be there just in different guises, getting sneakier with her stories and her voices. So today, seeing if you can just be brave, be courageous allow that imposter syndrome to be there and take the action anyway. I would love to hear how you find this so please feel free to reach out and I will see you next week for another episode. Take care. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I so hope you got value and inspiration to take forward into your business. If there's anything you want to share with me, I would love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out. And if you want to support me, if you could leave a review, subscribe, share with your friends, that would be fabulous. In the meantime, you can find out more about me and what I do at my website. Link is in the show notes. Otherwise, I will see you soon. Take care.